Hey there, welcome to the Embracing Imperfection podcast. I'm your host, Marnie LaFrance. I am the founder of the Perfectly Imperfect Coaching Business, where I help women find true self-confidence and love for themselves by learning to embrace the perfection of their imperfections. I've created this podcast to share real life stories, tips, tricks, and tools for living a healthier, happier, more authentic, and motivated life. I believe that true happiness does not come from perfectly achieving our goals, but rather embracing the imperfections of the journey along the way. So sit back and let's chat. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of Embracing Imperfections. I am so excited to be here with you. We are going through some really difficult times right now with the pandemic and all that crap. And I have been going through an especially difficult period of my life where we are currently in quarantine or isolation as you would have it because my youngest, my five-year-old school, um, has been basically shut down because of an outbreak due to COVID. And unfortunately, it started out as my son being considered a high-risk contact because I think it was somebody on his school bus because they canceled the school bus. Apparently, closing the school is a last-ditch effort. They will do that only at the end. And they've decided considering what research they've done so far on the testing, that it is a variant concern and it is spreading within the school. Therefore, they shut down the whole school. It's scary times because that means that any one of us could have caught it. My son could have it. And it's just a little bit scary. I know there are people out there that don't believe in the whole COVID thing. They think it's a scam, but I'm truly worried because we don't know what the long-term implications of having this virus could be. That being said, I had an aha moment recently as I was going through this difficult time. It's not over yet, but I just got totally overwhelmed and suddenly thought, I can't do this anymore. Oh my God, I want out. I want to quit. And I think we've all had times like that where we just want to quit and we're scared and we want to run. Could it be from something that we're trying to do if we're trying to build a business? For those of you that are entrepreneurs like myself, you know that sometimes things can get overwhelming and can get scary. For those of us that are in jobs, we have a super stressful time at work or whatever, something goes wrong and we just want to quit. We want to run. We don't want to go back to that job. We make a mistake. We make an error. And your first thought is that I don't want to do this anymore. For me, I've dealt with the grief of losing my brother suddenly and my fiance suddenly. So you're going through grief when it's an unexpected loss and your thought goes to, I just can't do this anymore. I want out. And I never actually was suicidal. So I will say that when I say I want out, I just mean that I wanted out of that situation or I want to quit. I don't want to do this anymore. Or when you're in the middle of a fight or I've had struggles with my stepson and things like that, times were hard. And I just thought I need to run away. Not like I need to get out of this life. But I mean, some people actually have gotten to that point as well. And so I wanted to talk today what sort of things that I have done throughout to help me get through because today, well, not necessarily today, but most recently, I was feeling really overwhelmed because my husband was starting to show symptoms and we all did get the original test and we tested negative, but it could have been too soon. And I just started panicking. Like I'm suddenly I have to isolate my husband and I'm now taking care of the two kids. The stepson can't go back to his mom's and he's very upset about that, but we can't put her at risk. And times are really scary. Like what if we all catch this virus? What if we all get sick or one of us gets sick? What if somebody has to go to the hospital or can't work? 
different things. Like I'm building this business, my coaching business. If I can't coach my clients and, and keep that business going, then, you know, we can't bring in the money to pay the bills. And I have two mortgages and all sorts of things. Like everything's running through your head. And when you get tired and you get depleted, sometimes it just feels like too much. And the thought that goes in your head is, I just can't do this anymore. I I, I need to run away. And so I know that I kind of thought about that recently. And I was like, Oh, my God, what do I do? I just want to cry. I can't do this. And then I thought to myself, wait a minute, you can do this, because you have in the past. That's how I know we, we have all gotten through some really difficult times in our lives in the past. So if we could just remind ourselves that that has happened in the past and that we've gotten through this because I've had people tell me I don't know how you've done what you've done in the past like how you got through that and I've seen these memes and one of them my favorite was you don't know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have and it's so true because I look back and I say I just did what I had to do and people were like no no you didn't have to do that you could have curled up in a ball and stayed in bed whatever or you could have folded up and collapsed or just like broke down or all sorts of things but you didn't do that you kept going and you kept carrying on and to me it was like I didn't have a choice apparently I did so I just thought that I needed to remind myself that I have gotten through harder things in the past. I've gotten through difficult things in the past. And then I kind of sat down and I thought, what did I do during those times that actually helped me to get through? And that's what I want to talk to you guys about today. I thought I would share some of my thoughts or my tips or tricks on what got me through really tough times in the past. Those difficult situations when I had so much anxiety so much grief, so much depression that I thought that I literally could not go on anymore or I just wanted to run, I wanted to escape, I wanted to quit. I just didn't want to be a part of it anymore because it was too much. And the first thing I would say is don't try to carry the load all alone. Know that you're not in this world alone. You may be single, you may live alone, you may think you don't have very many friends or what have you, but we all have options of different people or places that we could turn to for help. So when I'm talking about the situation that we're going through right now with my family, I don't have to go it alone because I have my husband for one. He is there to help me carry that burden. And in some other things that, you know, we've been through recently, he's like, you're not going through this alone. Like when I'm, I have my mom who's in long-term care, for example, and early on, suddenly their home went into outbreak status. And I literally lost my shit because I thought, oh my God, this is it. My mom's gone. Like, this is deadly. Like this was like last April and I broke down and my husband reminded me, I'm here for you. Like you're not alone. We're in this together. Whatever happens to your family or my family, it's our family. And I just knew that I had him to lean on. So sometimes when things are too heavy to bear, that burden is too heavy to bear. And as a former people pleaser and someone that tried to do everything for everybody else or an empath and a healer, I tend to try to be the one to fix things or to carry the load or to make it better for everybody else. And I need to remember that it is not all on me. We can turn to our partner. We can turn to our family. We can turn to our friends. We could turn to a therapist, our doctor, counselors, mental health lines. There are so many options out there. If you're a part of groups on Facebook, I'm, there's so many support groups on Facebook, like moms groups, brides groups. When I had surgery on my foot a couple years ago, I went to a group that was specifically dealing with that type of surgery. 
so that I had people to talk to that were going through the same thing that I was going through. And I could get their take. Some of them were further along and some of them were behind. We could just support each other. Same with um, when I was pregnant with Brody. I had discovered that prior to that, that I had a unicornuate uterus. So my uterus hadn't fully developed and therefore I was at higher risk for miscarriages and other complications. So I joined a group for women with unicornuate uteruses. So I just encourage you to remember that you don't need to carry the weight of the burden or of the struggle alone, that you're not alone in this. Reach out to other people for help. The next thing I would suggest is, I know this is really difficult, but when things are really tough and you are about to have a breakdown, I, and, and these aren't in like any particular order. I'm just things that you want to think about or remind yourself. And if you can stop and take that look and remind yourself of these things and even pull one or two of them or use them all, then I think it would really truly help you out because all of these things help me out when I'm, when I'm really struggling. And one of the things is I try to look at the positive in the situation, right? For us, for this whole pandemic thing, um, I looked at the positive that we were able to start to work from home when schooling was able to be able to do be done virtually. It's a struggle, yes, but it's still a positive at the same time because our kids are still getting that education and they can connect virtually. They're not getting the face-to-face time and those are all things. Like there's positive and negatives to everything. So even when you're t- going through a really rough time, there is something positive in there that you can find. And if you can take the time to search for that positive and then try to focus on that, it will help just a little bit. And even if you don't think it will, the the time that you're taking to actually search for that positive is a little bit of a distraction from the burden of what's really going on. Sometimes I go and find a funny movie or listen to some funny jokes or something just to make myself laugh because it's important to have that distraction too. So I guess I should have added that to my list. Find a distraction. At the same time, I don't want you to try to, to to avoid it because I know in the past, like I've used emotional eating as a tool to numb myself out or people like if we're using drugs or food or alcohol as a numbing tool, that's an avoidance. We're avoiding it and it's gonna be there. You can't run from it. And that's why I said you need to just face it because, and actually that was my point number three is allow yourself time to feel the pain. So you really need to feel it to heal it. We can run from our pain. We can run from our fear and we can avoid them for so long, but it's just going to keep knocking on your door until you open the door and let it in and actually deal with it. It's like that in-law, as they say on all those TVs where the people don't want anything to do with their in-laws. They're just going to keep coming. So you might as well let them in, deal with it, and then send them off on their way. So feel it to heal it. Allow yourself time to feel the pain, feel the fear, and deal with it and process. What is this this feeling I'm feeling? How can I make it better? Why am I feeling it? What is the point of all of this? Sometimes we may not find it. Like they say, everything happens for a reason. And I often remind myself that, especially after my brother died or my fiance passed away, I would ask myself, what the hell is the reason for this? Well, I did a lot of good things, positive things after my fiance died, raising money to donate defibrillators and things like that. So I'm sure that that helped save lives in the future. So maybe that was the reason, right? It's just taking that time for yourself to allow yourself to feel some pain. And Obviously, if you're feeling the pain, it's going to be difficult or the fear, 
And when you're going through a hard time, we tend to put a lot of pressure on ourselves and we're trying to push ourselves through and figure out the problem and get over it and not run and and do all those things. I want to remind you to be nice to yourself because that is what you need. I know there are other people can be nice to yourself, but it's really important at that time to be super nice to yourself. Be kind, be gentle, allow yourself grace. If you want to cry, allow yourself to cry. Like I said, to reach out to other people. That's part of being nice to yourself. Have a bath. Make sure you're getting lots of sleep. I did put one as point as it sleep on it. Make sure you're getting lots of sleep. You're getting lots of water. You're fueling your body well. Go for a walk, what have you. And I do have find a distraction. So find something to distract you. Again, do a puzzle, do something different that's not going to make you or allow you to sit there and focus on it. Because if you sit and dwell on it, that won't help either. Take it in little steps. The world wasn't built in a day. So basically, you're not going to solve everything overnight. If it's really big, like in the case of dealing with the grief of losing someone, you are not going to get over that overnight you won't even get over that in a couple days. It takes a while. So some things you will be able to solve easier than others and some things take a while. So what I say is try to deal with it in little bits. You're not gonna be able to solve it all at once. So, you know, when you're talking to people, today I talk to somebody, tomorrow I'll do something else and and take give yourself a break from focusing on it all the time, right? You don't have to focus on it 24 seven because then you will literally get overwhelmed to the point of a breakdown. And we don't wanna do that. We wanna want to avoid that. Another thing that I like to do is I find an example of, of people who have gone through it before me, like they've been through it, see what they did, find out what they did. And that was the other example where I was talking about those support groups on Facebook or outside of Facebook, your counselors and things like that. But if you can find examples of people that have already been where you're at now or are going through it, then you can offer one another support or you can mirror what they did, like find out how they did things and get advice from them or even just follow in their footsteps. It's the quickest way to get to a solution is find somebody else that actually has been successful ahead of you or solved a problem that you're dealing with. How did they solve it? Don't try to recreate the wheel or create something that wasn't there. I also like to, and this isn't something that I always did. Um, this has been on my healing journey in the past couple of years when I started on my health and wellness journey and tried to heal from my adrenal fatigue is I have really turned to meditation and breath work. I do journaling when I'm really in the deep of things. I, I, I strongly encourage people to journal. I don't practice it on a regular basis myself. I'm getting more and more into it um, as the programs that I've been doing lately actually have like journal prompts and they actually like just throw you into the midst of journaling at the last minute. And I've actually really come to find it, love it, like do that brain dump and just get everything out of your head and onto that piece of paper. And when I lost my fiance, that's what I did. I actually was very good at that point because I was so deep in the grief and I needed to get it out. And sometimes I couldn't talk without crying. So I would, I had a very special book that I bought. It was very nice paper and all that stuff. And I had special pens and I sat down every day and I poured my heart out into that journal. I still have it to this day. I haven't actually taken the time to go back and read it. I am very curious, um, but I am worried too, because I know that as I read that, I'm going to probably feel that pain and grief. Because like I said, I was in a very dark and deep time at that point, like I was really hurting. But I have that to go back to and reflect on and see how far I've come. Again, like I said, sleep on it. You can't solve it 
everything all at once. And when it gets too heavy and too much, it's exhausting and your body is working hard and your brain is working on overtime. So what I say is call it, do some meditation, have a bath or whatever, relax, try to shut your brain down. And <laughs> that's a big suggestion for me because I have monkey brain all the time. So it's a really hard thing to do, but if you can just distract yourself and try to take it out of your mind and go to sleep and get some sleep, you will wake up feeling much more refreshed in the morning and then you'll be able to process better and deal with things better. And then the last thing that I would suggest is to remind yourself that this too shall pass. Like I said, we've all been through hard things in the past. We've all had to deal with these things. We've all had these moments where we wanted to quit. We wanted to run away. We hated life. We hated what was going on. We thought it was too much to bear and the pain was too much to bear and you burst out crying or what have you. We've been there, but we're here today. We've then had happy moments after that. We've gotten over it. We've gotten through it. As they always say, and I don't know whether you're a believer in God, but God or the universe won't bring you more than you can handle. And that's where I'll leave it at for today. I hope that you found something in there that is useful to you and it will help you get through a tough time. And I wish you the most amazing day. Thank you so much for listening today. If you loved this episode or it resonated with you, I encourage you to share it with a friend. It would mean so much to me or else share it on social media and tag me so I could personally thank you for helping me to get this message out so that we all can learn to embrace our imperfections. Because let's face it, we are all perfectly imperfect.